The Soda Pod is proudly presented by 7th Avenue Pizza. 7th Ave Pizza produces the highest quality, best tasting frozen pizza available in the market today. If delicious toppings are what you crave, look no further. Try the meat sauce pizza today because it wails, folks. Follow them at 7th Avenue Pizza to stay current on where you can grab yours today. Get you some 7th Avenue Pizza today. Now let's get right to the show. What's up, you beauties? It's about fucking winning. And I'll, I'll lead in here. Apologies uh, if it sounds like I'm talking quietly. That's because I am trying to make sure I don't wake up the wife and uh, make sure I can keep my playoff privileges. You should have seen me the night prior when Pittsburgh won in triple overtime. I basically screamed my face off without using any voice any vocal power Uh, i was just flailing my appendages around and it was well thankfully not seen by anyone but let's get to this team holy shit guys i i hate doing this stuff by myself but for a game like this i had no problem jumping on to recap this for all of you pretty much polar opposite of what we saw in game one there we got the full effort up and down the lineup it was incredible and Marc-Andre Fleury, of course, stealing the show, um, certainly was tested heavily, especially later in the game, and did everything he could to make sure that the Blues did not creep back into this. But, man, it, it starts and ends. It's going to be crazy. You're going to hear a name that didn't get on the score sheet whatsoever. Tyson Jost. What the fuck? That guy was a maniac tonight. Might have been, I mean, it's hard to surpass the almost hat-trick for Jewel Eric's neck or the hat-trick of Kuroka Prizov, but this guy was out there just doing everything, laying the body on the line to make sure that the Wild were always in a position to win. And here, let me read the list of forwards who had less ice time than Tyson Jost. Um, Nick Delorier, I guess not a huge shock. Mats Zuccarello. That's a surprising one. Brandon Duhame, who actually had the lowest ice time of forwards. Jordan Greenway. And Matt Boldy. Some big names on there that you would not expect to be leapfrogged by Tyson Jost, but holy crap. Again, can't be stated enough. Anyone that watched the game, you agree. This guy was a lunatic. And, uh, wow, kudos to him. But, again, up and down the lineup, everyone looked great. And there's nothing more Minnesota Wild now than your your lunch pail guy like Jewel Eriksnack getting the hat trick, everyone chucking their hats out on the ice, probably all waggle-branded because why the fuck wouldn't they be? And, man... Gets called back for what was absolutely offsides, but we can pretend that didn't happen. Kirill Kaprizov then immediately after gets the empty netter, gets the hat trick. Not really any hats left to be thrown, but we don't give a shit. He's he's lived up to the bill, right? 
got the monkey off the back. He, up to this point, has been invisible last year and the first game of this year's playoffs, and that's all erased. The hope now is moving forward. He is just cool, calm, collected, and just not overthinking things, not gripping the stick tight. But, again, have to, have to give the shout-out to Marc-Andre Fleury. Saved him. There was a barrage later in the game from the St. Louis Blues who could have easily gotten back into it. I'm not afraid to admit when it was 4-2 in the third, I was still a little nervous, clenching a bit. But team got it done. And the biggest thing here, because you're obviously not listening to this until, well, probably Thursday. I don't know. We'll see how quickly Isha edits. Maybe maybe it takes till Friday. But sorry, Isha. Um, Man. Biggest thing I can emphasize is short memory to the players and to all of us. We saw in game one what a real St. Louis team looks like. We saw in game one what it's like when the Wild can't score on the power play, when they can't kill a penalty, when they can't stay out of the box. We really got to see the best of both teams in the first two games. Game three is a big one here. And obviously they're going home. They're feeding off the energy of the crowd. They got line matchups and again they've still got the series where they want it now they get the same predicament that all of us idiots were complaining about all day in deciding what they have to do with their goaltending situation Villejuso, who very much stood on his head for his team in game one i i think that gets a little blown out of proportion i think we got a lot of chances decent amount of them that didn't challenge him that much but still guy put up a shutout can't complain about that gets absolutely annihilated here tonight um and i wouldn't say that it's largely his fault a lot of good opportunities that went in but still they're all panicking and wondering do we go with Huso? do we go with bennington and i gotta imagine we are going to get an absolutely raving chief post game here um baruby is a maniac and i'm sure he's not happy about some of the calls but uh largely i, I will say Fairly f- balanced calling. Um, you know, refs were relatively fair. The only the only one that I'll really throw a big contention on is that uh, hit on Fiala behind the net. Shen not only hits him late, but fucking lunges in the air, which any of you know that uh, me being a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, I have seen oh so many times that Tom Wilson has basically launched himself like a catapult up at people's heads. And it scares the shit out of me because that right there ends the guy's postseason. So thankfully, Fiala came out of it unscathed. But uh, that that was really the only glaring one that I had gripes with. But end of the day, I thought it was pretty fair both ways. And uh, again, Wild just came out on top here. Um, you always kind of expect to see this bounce back, right? When a team goes down 1-0, especially at home. We saw it almost unanimously across the league tonight. We saw Tampa get back on the horse against Toronto. We saw um, pretty convincing, at least uh, last I saw it was 5-0 with Edmonton. I think they're still closing out right now. Oh, 6-0 Edmonton. So, yep, they're going to take care of that one pretty handily. Um, The one that surprises us is Boston, which, got to admit, hand up, I had them being – the one to advance against Carolina. Uh, Just some of the things I wasn't liking down the stretch from Carolina, some concern around goaltending. And 
I'm sorry. How funny. It's not funny that someone gets hurt, but I was talking to people at work today about how oh, Ronta looked really great in game one, but you know someone's going to touch him and he's going to get hurt. And it quite literally, it looked like he just kind of got a little nudge, a little love tap from uh, from Pasternak, and he comes up bleeding, done, out of the game. Like, this guy is literally just a walking, skating Band-Aid. Um, but more importantly, oh, man, you, you fucking hate to see it. Um, I personally plenty of uh, concussion issues in my past playing hockey and Lindholm unfortunately gets absolutely buried clean hit all things counted for uh, just head down gets absolutely crushed by Andrei Svetsnikov and man there's no way he's coming back guy tried a couple of times to stand up on his own it did not go well and that was a big pickup at the deadline that I thought was going to really push Boston over the edge and try and compete and push past Carolina here in this first round. Not having any of it. Carolina's absolutely dummying them. Um, sorry, Wild fans who still aren't over the trade for Rask. Need Rider on a tear. Um, but yeah, Carolina looking to take care of that series pretty handily. Um, sorry to our boy Spoke Z. Hopefully you jump on the Penguins wagon with me here, at least while it still exists, because while I thought they dominated play yesterday, Shisterkin scares the fuck out of me. Oh my god. They probably should have had seven or eight goals that game. He played unbelievable to only allow four, and of course the fourth only coming in the third overtime. But, oh, again, back to Wild and Blues. Short memory, just like game one. Celebrate. Hopefully you y'all dummied some McGoldens or whatever your flavor is last night. Move forward here. Game three is really going to set the tempo for the rest of the series. It's going to be interesting to see which version of the Wild, which version of Blues we get. But, man, I think everyone's feeling a little bit more confident now. Let's fucking get it. Talk to you all soon. Don't fear, just drink some beer and stay wild. Hey, SodaPod listeners. Just want to give a quick word from our friends at DraftKings. They want to remind you that you can feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play for free for thousands of dollars with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now or Daily Fantasy and use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details.